folks. And we want to introduce you to this week's uh, senior spotlight subject, and that is C.J. Polk from GPS Girls Preparatory School. C.J., appreciate you coming in on Sport Talk. How's it going for you? It's going pretty good. Thank you for having me here today. Yes, well, your uh, athletic director slash coach, Jay Watts, uh, nominated you, and we just saw the things that you have done not only in sports, but uh, in, in class and academics, too. But varsity basketball player, uh, s- starter, of course, uh, lacrosse, uh, and uh, selected as an all-region player in both sports last year. Currently a team captain on the lacrosse team, Joe. 23 goals, 7 assists through their first 14 games. And she is going to attend Loyola University of Chicago in the fall. Pretty impressive, buddy. That's a nice resume. It seems like uh, you're busy. <laughs> not, not much uh, downtime for you. Very busy. All the time. <laughs> so lacrosse season still going on currently? No, we lost out out in the state semifinals in Memphis. Oh, last week. I'm yeah. sorry to hear that. It's okay. It was the first time that a GPS team had ever made it that far. So it was, really? a, it was a good accomplishment for the team. Yeah. Very good accomplishment. Historic then. Right? Exactly. Fantastic. Talk about your just your life. Uh, tell us the CJ Polk story. You grew up playing all kinds of sports, right? I did grow up playing all kinds of sports. I started out dancing um, and then I started playing soccer. My mom had signed me up from soccer. Um, and then by that time, it was kind of like I would choose to dance and follow that path, or I choose sports and follow that path. And so, because both are very time consuming, very time consuming. <laughs> that, um, so I ended up choosing sports. Um, and from soccer, I started playing softball and basketball. Um, and then I continued playing basketball throughout my entire life until recently, of course, because I'm graduating. Right. Um, I picked up lacrosse my freshman year, and I played volleyball for a while too. I quit playing my sophomore year. So, yeah, that's that's what I've been doing, uh, so I guess, it, like sports-wise. this guy the reason you're playing lacrosse? He is the reason I'm playing lacrosse. <laughs> nice. okay. Yeah, I was I was actually going to, like, rejoin the softball team or manage or something like that because my entire friend group is basically the GPS softball team. Right. Um, and then he was like, hey, you should come join the lacrosse team. And I was like, okay, I never played before, but I'll give it a try. Yeah. Um, and I ended up loving it, like, from the minute I stepped out on the field, I was like, this is something I can see myself doing for a you while. You mentioned to me that you picked it up really quickly, and I think that's probably where that the jump in passion came for it. If mm-hmm. you're good at something naturally, then you kind of right, lean exactly, towards that exactly. more. I think. Uh, by the way, we're huge fans of Susan Crownover. Oh, I love Coach Crownover. I went to UTC with her. That's really? how long I've known her oh, back in the I day. I love her. And you can see this gray beard. That was a long, long time ago. <laughs> and I know she's retiring, and we're going to have her on the show, but uh, but just a wonderful human being and a tremendous coach, obviously. She's great. She treats me like one of the softball players. I mean, that's my entire friend group. So she'll bring donuts in, in the morning and – it's always, here you go, CJ, you can have one, too. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> Makes me feel like I'm part of the team, even though I'm not. So. Yeah, well, that's cool. Uh, talk about the influential coaches growing up. I think it starts with a family member, right? Yes, my grandfather started out coaching me. He coached me in soccer whenever I was younger. Um, so that was, like, my first experience with sports ever, and he was there for that. Um, and then he coached me in softball growing up, too, and in basketball for a little while in elementary school. Um, and he really just instilled, like, those hardworking um qualities within me for all my sports and stuff like that so so what do you call him i call him my uh grandpa he's just my pop just pop yeah he's okay. just pop cool 
And uh, you were you were telling me that he coached your mom and your aunt. So, mm-hmm. I mean, he's been kind of coaching uh, your family for generations, or not generations, but decades. A long time. I remember whenever I was younger and we'd be at uh, softball tournaments out in Middle Valley, um, coaches would just come up to him that I didn't know. People from all over would just come up to him and be like, hey, Bill, like, how are you doing? Like, what's going on with softball and stuff like that? So he knows everybody when it comes to, like, coaching softball in Chattanooga and stuff like that. Bill Hewitt, right? Hewitt, yes. Hewitt, yes, Bill Hewitt. Hewitt. All right. Grandpa Bill. Yes. Way to go, buddy. <laughs> and you went, before you went to GPS, you were going to elementary? I was going to Loftus Middle before Loftus I came Loftus Middle. To GPS. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, talk about basketball coach. Um, um, Jana Eichelberger. Eichelberger. There yes. you go. I knew I'd screw that coach pronunciation up. She was obviously a big influence for your hoops game. Yeah. Well, not only basketball, but just like me as a person in general. Um, she was new to GPS my freshman year as well, so we were both like two new people coming into a new school, new environment that was really challenging, just like, I don't know, like academically, but also like socially, I didn't really know that many people, um, but I had a really hard time freshman year adjusting with like basketball and stuff like that, because I thought I was really good, and she didn't think I was, <laughs> so she let me know that pretty early on. Darn um, those coaches. Right, what are they it. thinking? <laughs> um, but it, it did help me out in the long run. You know, she really started from the basics with us, teaching us the foundations that we could build off of it later on, which ended up helping out the entire team by the time we got to senior year. Um, and I was struggling a lot with, like, depression and anxiety and all that stuff going into my sophomore year, and you could tell by the way I was playing out on the court that something was a little off, like I wasn't fully there and invested in the game like I should be. Um, and I remember she pulled me aside one day, um, just, like, randomly, like, during the day, during a free period of mine, took me in the gym and just sat me down and was like, are you okay? And, like, from that moment, like, I knew that she was somebody that I'd be able to talk to about stuff that was, like, happening on the court but also off the court. And from then, like, our um, relationship, like, just somebody that I can talk to, not even, like, a coaching standpoint, stuff like that. Like, it just blossomed really nicely. And, like, now I can tell her anything. Like, we can joke around, you know. Like, I don't feel any pressure like I felt my freshman year being around her. Like, I didn't feel like she hated me or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So she's been really influential for me throughout high school, just being somebody that I can talk to, but also being, like, a great coach, like, and teaching me the game that I thought that I knew, but after she started coaching me, I was like, wow, I didn't know. I got, there was so much that I didn't know that she taught me, so she's been a great role model for me. And the sports system, and I'm sure that, and, and I failed to mention that your grandfather really kind of, you said you instilled your work ethic. I think mm-hmm. that's very important. Yeah, Maybe sure. by fear of running? By fear of running, for sure. <laughs> I knew if I asked for if I asked for a water break, because I was tired of sprinting, it was going to be another sprint down to the fence. So he, like, really... Uh, Made me a player that was going to go touch the line after every sprint, like not coming up early or anything like that. So I try to instill that in my teammates as well, like especially during basketball season because I know we're going to be doing sprints, lots of running, because usually GPS's basketball team is a lot smaller than everybody else, so okay. we have to be quicker than a lot of people. So we do a lot of conditioning and just like make, letting my teammates know that, like, hey, touch the line, then run back. Even if you don't finish in time, like finish the drill. So that's kind of um, – a trait that's been instilled in me because of my grandfather, and that's carried on throughout high school and stuff like that. Talk about this guy, Jay Watts, your lacrosse coach, and what he's meant to you. Uh, coach Watts has meant a lot to me. I mean, he introduced me to this game that I had no idea. Like, I had, I didn't know anything about lacrosse. I didn't even know it was a thing. Um, and he had faith in me to put me out there and give me a stick and teach me how to catch and throw. Um, and he's never, 
he's never like doubted me in any type of way, which I really appreciate because I know like it can be kind of hard having somebody that's never played a sport before go out there. Um, but he's always put in a lot of effort into me and like a lot of time into me as a player. And that means a lot because it's helped me become the lacrosse player that I am today and helped me like build this passion for this sport that I love now. So that's excellent. Again, great support system, right? Yeah, very great support system. I'm so grateful for everybody. So academically, uh, favorite teacher that you that's kind of helped you in the same type of realm when, when it comes to non-sports? Yeah, my favorite teacher is actually uh, my AP Gov and Euro teacher at school, Dr. Steve Harrison. Um, I, I think everybody at school knows this, that he's my favorite teacher. Um, but he he's helped me in so many different ways, like from writing papers, like learning how to write short papers that I'm going to need to know how to do in college, like really getting all my information in there. But he's also taught me about a lot of subjects that I've really come to enjoy. Like I took an East Asian studies class with him my sophomore year and it was just, it was so, um, I don't know the right word, like eye-opening in a way because like I feel like going to school in the U.S., like we don't really learn that much history about other countries that aren't Western countries, like European countries and um, I guess like the U.S., Canada, Mexico, stuff like that. Right. Um, but the fact that we had this class um, that talked about East Asia, which is somewhere that we don't really get a lot of information about being in the South, being in the U.S., stuff like that. Um, it was just really great to have that experience um, and, like, learn about these different places and stuff like that. Um, and he's actually the reason I want to study, uh, what I want, like, my major in college, which is global studies with, like, a focus in East Asia because he taught me that class. And I told him that a couple of weeks ago, and he was like, that's the best compliment anybody's ever told me. I was like, well, <laughs> that's cool. just know that you're the reason why. But, yeah, love him to death. That is fantastic. Uh, college choice. You said he had a couple of them to choose from or ones that you were wanting to go to, and then you had to narrow it down. So just talk about that experience. Yeah, so my top college choice was actually American University in D.C., um, I figured D.C. would be a good place for me to be with, like, what I want to study and everything like that. Sure. I actually went to go visit. Absolutely loved it. It's a great place. Um, but I got waitlisted there, which was fine. Like, my mom always told me, like, you're going to end up where you need to go. Like, it's all going to work out in the end. Um, so that was my top choice. Didn't work out. Then my number two choice was George Mason, which was, like, in Fairfax, Virginia, right outside D.C. Um, absolutely loved that campus. It was really close to becoming a first for me. Um, I didn't get enough financial aid to go there, which was, I understand again, like I'm going to end up where I need to be. And then George Washington was my third choice, um, which is also in D.C., really competitive school. I knew that if I didn't apply early decision, it was going to be really hard for me to get in. But I also didn't want to uh, put my family in a situation, like a financial situation that I didn't know we could afford yet because you apply early decision, you're kind of going in there blind, not knowing how much money you're going to get. And I didn't want to do that to my family. Um, so I ended up not getting into that school. And then Loyola was like my fourth choice, which is not a bad like backup option at not all. At all. <laughs> um, and so me and my aunt went up and visited um, a couple months ago, and I loved it. I love the city. I love Chicago. Um, I really fell in love with the campus. It's really pretty. It's right on the water, which I know is going to be very cold in the winter, yes, but hopefully I'll get used to it soon. Um, but you said not, had nothing to do with Sister Jean either. So. It, it didn't. She was like a really big factor, but it wasn't the factor that pushed me over the edge into choosing that school. Um, but we actually tried to go see if she was in her office whenever we were up there. She wasn't, but it was still a good, like, I don't know, nice little pop in, like, oh, wow, yeah. this is Sister Jean's office. Um, good vibes. Good, great vibes. I can great tell you vibes. by the look on your face. Yeah, yeah I loved it. But, um, yeah, it was just, it was a really good experience. I loved the city, loved the school, and I was like, I could see myself going to school here. 
And then a couple of my friends were already planning on going up there for college, too. So that kind of helped know, having people that I know up there that I'm close with. Definitely. So so not playing sports in college. This is an academic scholarship, right? Yes, I'm going on an academic scholarship. Nice. Nice. Thank you. I mean, Joe, I know you were a global studies major. At, well, maybe not. No, 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 not at all. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> Nowhere near uh, what CJ's doing. Right. Talk about your grandfather, Bill, but talk about your mom, Brandy Hewitt. Um, softball player extraordinaire from what you told me back in the day. Yeah, so my mom uh, grew up playing softball. Uh, she was really good whenever she was younger. I think she was like 12 maybe whenever like her, my grandfather's team uh, won like national or something like that. I mean, she tells me about it all the time, but she was like a really good pitcher. Um, so she like knows what it takes to like get to the next level. She played softball in college, all that stuff. Um, which is, like, really exciting because not a lot of people can say that their parents played college sports. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's really exciting. Um, she's always kind of been there, like, a great supporter for me, uh, whether it be on the basketball court, volleyball, on the lacrosse field. Um, she's always there, which is, like, really nice. She even drove up to Memphis uh, whenever we were playing Briarcrest in the quarterfinals to watch us play. Um and I don't think she thought that we could pull it off, but we did. And <laughs> afterwards, she was like, I'm so glad I came because I wasn't going to. And I was like, thank you, Mom. Um, but, yeah, she's just she's great. I love her to death. I don't That's know what cool. I do without her. Uh, brother and sister, too, right? Yes, I have two younger siblings. My sister, Caitlin, is 15. Um, my brother, Will, is 7. And they both play sports, too. My sister's actually our goalie at GPS nice. on the lacrosse team. My brother p- plays soccer. He loves it. We're trying to get him into basketball, so I'll catch him, like, dribbling a ball in the living room every now and then, like, kicking balls up against my door, practicing his soccer. But, yeah, I love him to death. And I know you want to thank them for all the sacrifices. I mean, that's with any parent-type situation. I mean, there's a lot of driving. There's a lot of money spent. There's a lot of uniform washing or whatever the case is, yes, right? Yes, there's a lot. Um, I know it's 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 a, it, t- it takes a lot for um, – us to do what we do, like my siblings and I, because, like I said, like my mom's a single mom, stuff like that. Um, my grandparents help out a lot. My aunt even helps out a lot, like getting us places, stuff like that. Um, like me and Caitlin played uh, club lacrosse down in Atlanta this past fall, and so we've got to have like gas to get down there, oh, yeah. somebody to go to all the games. Like I remember one weekend, uh, my brother was playing soccer, so somebody was with him. Uh, Caitlin was playing lacrosse up in Maryland, so somebody's with her. I'm playing lacrosse down in Atlanta, so somebody's with me. So it's like it takes the entire family to do what we yep. do, you know. And there have been times where you know we don't we won't go on a vac- like a, on a family vacation because our money's going to club sports and uniforms and equipment and traveling and all that stuff, plane tickets. Um, but that's the sacrifices that have to be made for us to do what we do. And I'm thankful that I have a family that can do those things and provide uh, the equipment, the time, the money, the eff- like all the effort that goes into getting us where we need to go. So it it's really I'm really grateful for that because I know a lot of people aren't as fortunate to have those same um, things that I'm blessed with, you know. So you got to mention your favorite moment in sports too that you told me. It's a big. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Big basketball win? Ah, Baylor, yes. Baylor. <laughs> took me a minute. I was like, GPS there's, so, Baylor. there's so many. No, when, when, but, when you said that, I was like, yes, yes, okay, special. yes, yes. GPS Baylor. So uh, we, correct me if I'm wrong, we lost to Baylor at home in basketball this year. Um, sad, but okay, we got another chance at them. 
Uh, we went down to Baylor uh, and beat them on their home court, which was exciting, but it was more exciting because they had signs specifically about our team on their uh, walls in the gym. And so it was just nice knowing that we beat them on their home court, knowing that we were in their heads like before the game and stuff like that. Right. It's It's always nice to beat a team that – isn't expecting you to come out and beat them. Right. So that was especially a rival. Especially a rival like <laughs> Baylor. It's yeah. always nice when we get to be Baylor and like it's fun. It's funny though because like a lot of our friends are girls that go to Baylor or people that go to um, like different rival schools stuff like that. But sure. specifically Baylor. Um, so it's like it's nice that we have friends there too. But it's also nice to beat them every once in a while as well. So that was that was a great moment. You know the basketball team, uh, which is. Probably one of my favorite teams on campus. We're just we're small, so we have like a really unique bond in that way. So being able to do that with my teammates was great, amazing. Congratulations! Thank you. Yeah, your your future so bright, it's unbelievable. So Thank go, you so much. Go get them. Have fun in Chicago, and we appreciate your time this afternoon. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. And so I think the most important question here, Quake, is hand toss, thin crust, pan. Well, what, what are we talking about? You know, I went up to Chicago with my aunt, like I said. We went to Luminati's, and it was more of a hand-tossed pizza, but you did say, was Uno's. it Uno's? Uno's, Uno's deep pizza. dish. So yeah. Yeah. whenever I go up there next month for my orientation, me and my mom are going to go try it. So yeah, I'll, I'll, fi- I'll figure out what my favorite type of pizza <laughs> is very quickly. Yeah, you will. It could be the cop- capital of pizza in Chicago. Absolutely. Thank you, CJ. Good luck to you. Thank you. All right. Reminder, folks, today's athletes deserve more than just a sports drink, no matter their game, with potassium-packed electrolytes, antioxidants, Oxidants and B vitamins, plus no artificial sweeteners, flavors, or dyes. Body Armor Sports Drink provides hardworking hydration and more, and they are proud to bring you the Senior Spotlight here on Sport Talk and Talk Radio 102.3.